Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Rain on Your Parade. Um, it's been a minute, <laughs> but um, I decided to continue with my now and then um, analyzation, I guess you would call it. Um, <laughs> I would like to make these podcasts more regular. Um, I know they're only available on Spotify, um, but I will try to um, find a way to remedy that situation. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, if you haven't seen Now and Then, now would be the time to stop this podcast and go watch it and then come back and listen to this. Unless you want to be spoiled or not really understand things. So, for people that have watched it, you will understand why these things, what these things mean. I'm going to try to finish this in the, this podcast. So, we'll see if I can accomplish that because I have lots of notes. <laughs> I talked about the characters, the actresses, um, the writers, you know. Uh, the people that work behind the scenes, things like that. So, we've done a lot of talking about that in the last podcast. Okay, and now I'm going to talk about my top moments. I'm not actually going to talk about them. I'm just going to list them and then go into things, you know, starting from the beginning of the movie, talking about the notes I took while watching it. So, anyway, (laughs) it'll be kind of like a commentary. But anyway, if you want to listen to my commentary of this while watching the movie, um, that's also okay. Uh, That would work. Okay, top moments. I have 13. Um, This is something that the bros used to do on their podcast, (coughs) which is why I included it in my notes, but they have not. I don't think they do that anymore. I'm not sure, but um, I've made these notes in case I got on their podcast and I might still and I'll probably <clears throat> use the same notes. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, are we ready? Okay. <laughs> um, top moments. Starting with 13. Putting boobs. Putting boobs. Putting boobs. That's it. <laughs> Sitting on rooftops. Sitting on rooftops. Just in general, all the occurrences of that happening. Um, Adult Samantha's voicemail snark. Adult Samantha's sarcasm on her voicemail. Number 10, the communication system that they have going on between the houses and the girls. Yes. Um, Number 9, Scott Wormer's kiss. Consent for the win. Um, He got consent twice to kiss her. Um, He made sure, you know, to get consent. And I'm like, this is very awesome of you, Scott. Um, Number eight, them meeting the veteran, Hitchhiker. The number seven, Sam and Teenie's bracelet scene in the treehouse. Alone, yeah, the whole entire scene from beginning to end as soon as they end up there and then all the way to the end of it. Um, number six is Pete is Johnny's dad reveal um, at the cemetery while 
the whole entire conversation between him and Sam as they're as he reveals who he is. Um, number five, and I'm surprised this isn't higher because honestly, this moment was just like I was so impressed and amazed, and it always makes me cry. I had to stop the movie to cry for half an hour and then restart it after this. Roberta's breakdown in the attic when she throws a thing at the record player in the mirror. She turns the record player off and throws a thing at the mirror, and she's like, no, it's not okay, you know, and she freaks out, like, that moment was so intense, but heartbreaking. Just lovely work by Christina Ricci, like, honestly. Okay, um, number four is Crazy Pete Saves Sam, and I, like I said, I would not call him Crazy Pete, but that's what he's referred to in the movie. Um... He saves Samantha's life when she's uh, down in the storm drain and um, she's about to drown. So he jumps in and saves her. Number three, <laughs> Samantha beats up a boy. And it's such a wonderful moment um, because, you know, we assume that Roberta is just going to continue you know, beating him up, and he says, like, the worst thing ever to her, and then Samantha pushes her back and then jumps on him herself to defend her friend, which was, like, it was a loving thing to do, and it's just so great. Um, and then she rides home on her bike, and she's all messed up, her hair's all messy, and she runs in the house and, like, slams the door behind her, and she just looks so freaking proud of herself. That's my number two moment, is when she gets home, and you can just tell she's so proud of it. And um, it, I just love that look of satisfaction on her face. Um, <laughs> number one moment. Roberta made me a feminist by punching a boy. The moment when she drops that bat and starts walking over there. And uh, Jackson 5 starts playing in the background. And it's the perfect pairing of music to moment. <clears throat> she just looks so awesome. And I remember just feeling so wonderful watching that scene as a kid. I was just like, I still remember how it felt to see it for the first time. I just was so excited. <laughs> she just walks over and punches him. And that moment has stuck with me my entire life. That is just awesome moment. Just perfect editing, perfect strut. Christine Ricci's strut over there was perfect and it was perfectly timed to the music. Everything was perfect about that scene. The editing, like cinematically and, and, you know, emotionally as a feminist, it was good. Like everything about that scene was absolutely perfect, you know? So yeah. And that's when I, like, I can look back at that moment and be like, I should have known I was going to be a feminist. Like, as an adult because of this moment like it was one of the top things that let me know that I was going to be a feminist as an adult it was just so wonderful to see a girl hit a boy like that which I don't condone violence but like you know her standing up for herself it was just amazing and her her power her empowerment and her her defending herself it was just awesome Okay, anything that I would change? The things I would change. Number one, I would take out the fat shaming, even though Ashley, who played Chrissy, is not even that big in real life. But, it, you know, it doesn't matter. I would take that out. 
Um, I know that, you know, you don't actually want all your characters to be perfect and, and wonderful people all the time because everybody has flaws and whatever, but, like, <clears throat> just for this movie in particular, having to... Everything else about it is so empowering to young girls and it's a coming-of-age movie and all this stuff. Um, that part of it kind of is a little problematic. I mean, I'm not saying cancel it or I'm mad about it or anything. It's just that's literally the only thing in it that's not perfect. <laughs> and um, I just don't like that It if you watch it as a kid, it might make you feel like, you know, it, it's just not good. Um, <clears throat> number two, Chrissy should have learned as an adult to be less judgy and annoying. Like her as an adult is worse than her as a kid. She was so judgmental and annoying and awful. It just, I did not like her as an adult. And, uh, just, it was, I just wish they would have had some moment with her instead of like, a character arc where she gets she learns a lesson to not be so judgmental or something they just kept her as annoying as she was um number three roberta as an adult should be less lame she seems stuck with chrissy as her servant and i know she's her doctor so like she was like watching out for her because that's her doctor her uh I guess um, Roberta became a gynecologist and um, a, what do you call it, Obstri obstetrician. The people that <clears throat> um, give birth to babies and stuff. Um, so, or whatever you call that. Uh, so, she, her caring for her in that manner, I mean, it can kind of be understandable if she's her doctor. But at the same time, it's like, I don't like the casting for her. Maybe uh Janine Garofalo was in the movie and it's like someone like her playing adult Roberta somebody more sarcastic and um a little bit edgier you know like I don't care what she looks like or anything like that it's just that I just w want her to be more edgy and less of a pushover as an adult and I don't feel like Rosie O'Donnell could play that because she seems too nice you know <laughs> she just seems too friendly you know so it's like <clears throat> I could probably find somebody like to be like oh this would be the perfect person I mean in a way I feel like Demi Moore was perfect as one of the two Sam or Roberta but like uh, I, I looked at a picture of Gabby Hoffman and uh, Demi Moore standing beside each other and I'm just like wow that is I mean that's pretty dead on that's pretty spot on um, the casting for the rest of them that's all fine but like Roberta I just didn't like the casting because, like I said, Rosie just seems too nice. And Roberta is just not very nice. Which is what we love about her. Um, she doesn't take crap from anybody. And she, you know, as an adult, she does. And it's all crap from Chrissy. And it's like, I mean, she's not a total pushover. She just kind of rolls her eyes at Chrissy, you know. But it's still like, which is like a thing that she did as a kid too. But it's just like. I would like to see a little bit more edginess. That's all. I don't need her to be all mad or yelling at people. It's just, just be a bit more edgy, you know? Anyway, I love the opening scene. Like, as a kid, I didn't really care. But now when I'm looking at the opening scene where, it, like, 
goes over all the pictures of them and all their like items in their own houses. It's a really good way to start a movie to show you like where they are now, like all the uh, Golden Globe Awards and Chrissy's house and uh, Sam's novels at her house and and basketball championship newspaper for Roberta and uh, doctor newspaper clippings about her being a doctor and then Chrissy's like boring house with her knickknacks that she should have thrown away like years ago um <laughs> like Chrissy's boring and she's like the worst it's like if you want to enjoy those things fine but she's like super judgmental about other people too so that's like it's like really bad anyway <clears throat> what is really crazy though is like they all keep their promise. Like, they made that promise when they were 12. Like, if any of us needs each other, we're going to be there. And as busy as they are, or as... Which Roberta still lives in the same town as Chrissy, so she's always been there. But it's just, like... <laughs> the fact that Teeny comes back from literally Hollywood to Indiana to see her childhood friends because she made a promise when she was 12. It's like, she really stuck to it like that's really honorable like I really respect that about her and Sam didn't want to come but like you know she did so <clears throat> in my notes I said I hate Chrissy so much I hate her house and her hair and her clothes <laughs> okay and then we see you know Chrissy and Roberta hanging out um uh, Roberta has grocery shop for Chrissy which is so nice of her it's so nice of her to like help her out but oh the scene where breast 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 Chrissy literally is like don't say don't swear in the house and like Roberta's like breast is not a dirty word and she's like not happy with it and then Roberta just repeatedly says breast which is like I love it um, Sam is driving down the road doing her voiceover and she's smoke chain smoking and, um, <clears throat> her entire life is just a hot mess and I like it. <laughs> <clears throat> and if I didn't know Rosie and O'Donnell in real life, I don't know if I would have had such a problem with casting, like, cause I know her as like a kid friendly person. I grew up in that era where Harriet Spot, you know. And I'm not dissing her, like, at all. Like, I like her and stuff. It's not, a, it's not like she didn't do a good job. It's just that I don't feel like she's edgy enough. You know, it's just maybe the wrong casting a little bit. I don't know. What is a doughboy? Like, Chrissy's, like, Martin, uh, Morton, her husband, wanted to tear down the treehouse and put in a doughboy she says and I'm like what what even does somebody know what that is like I don't even know what that is um and Chrissy or Teeny shows up in a freaking <laughs> limousine and she's like hey bitches and I'm just like this girl I love her and her and Sam are just like they're happy to see each other she's happy to see them you know whatever but then like they go in and, and Teeny and Sam both have the same attitude of like, oh wow, this place has not changed at all. And they sit down on the couch, it's covered in like plastic and they're just kind of like 
super awkward and uncomfortable. That is very realistic. Um, to me, more being Sam is like super on point. And fun fact, rumor, <laughs> rumor Willis um, plays Sam's younger sister in the flashbacks, um, which, you know, the whole movie is basically a flashback, but when we flashback to Sam's childhood, her younger sister is played by Rumor Willis, which is Demi Moore's daughter. Um, I thought I just, I didn't realize that as a kid, you know, obviously I didn't know who these people were, but <laughs> I, I knew who Demi Moore was, but I didn't know um, most of the other people. Um, <clears throat> and I definitely didn't know who Rumor Willis was, but yeah, she's the one that played Sam's younger sister. Um, one thing to like about Chrissy is she did keep the treehouse and she's like, it's not just hers. It's all of theirs. And they all, they did pitch in money and buy it. Like it was their thing. I'm glad she kept it. Sam gives a speech about how having kids is ridiculous. She's like, you know, the kid grows up, you know, resents you, feels guilty for resent you, you know, like, her resentment speech about how parents raise kids and screw it up and, and the kids grow up to resent you for it and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and Roberta's like, thank you, Oscar the Grouch. But it's like, she's not wrong. Um, and then Chrissy's like, I didn't understand your sci-fi book, Samantha. I wish you would write romance novels like Danielle Steele. And I'm just like, as an author myself, I'm just like, I would stop being friends with her at that very moment if I hadn't already stopped being friends with her. That's when I'd be like, okay, I gotta go. I'm leaving. Chrissy, let's go. <laughs> or not Chrissy, Teeny. <clears throat> if I was Sam, I would hop off that like swing and be like, hey, Teeny, you want to go hang out somewhere else where it's not so dumb? Anyway. <clears throat> Roberta says she's missing, has missed them. They've been gone for 10 years. Um... If this movie was made today, like, I feel like one of them would definitely, uh, they didn't have much representation because it was made, like, when it was made, and that wasn't as important back then, so there was, like, that's one on also a thing, but it's a little bit of a problem, but, um, there's no representation for people of color or, um, LG, uh, LBG, oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I never say this out loud. I always see it written down on the internet. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Gay or lesbian or trans or anything. They have no representation of anything like that. Um, but Marlene is a lesbian. So I feel like she wanted to. She would have wanted to. But, like, she didn't. Probably, you know, she knew that that wouldn't be accepted. So I'm not blaming Marlene for any of that. <laughs> um, it was the Toms. <clears throat> um, when they were kids, they were not centered around talking about guys or boyfriends or anything like that. They were 12. They didn't talk about boys that much. But as adults, they, like, it seems like Chrissy is leading the conversation of, like, oh, well, you're not married and you're not this. And it's like, who gives a crap? Like, freaking Sam is a self, is a author who's, like, successful author. Teeny has won literally, like, acting awards. Like, 
they haven't failed at anything. Like, get over it, Chrissy. She's, like, in a Tom Warp. Okay. Then we go to the flashback, finally. And we see Samantha's childhood bedroom. And it looks very realistic and relatable. But I don't know if it's just me or where I grew up in, like, a town that was more... That was slower to come... You know, slower to be up to date with the rest of the world. But I think her room looks more 90s than 70s. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it just looks, I don't know. It just looks like a 90s bedroom. But anyway, I mean, it works. Um, or, you know, maybe it's just more realistic. Because usually when we see a 70s bedroom, it's got like flower power, you know, <laughs> just over the top 70s memorabilia that's like not realistic because people in the midwest would not have like stuff like that you know like i'm thinking like 70s show like the nostalgia like super stereotype of what 70s things were like like austin powers and um this is not that <laughs> this is way more realistic um sam is really sweet to her little sister like i said played by rumor willis um, she lets her come and, like, hang out with her as she's reading with, like, a flashlight. It's so realistic and, like, cozy and it's just so nostalgic. It just makes you wish you were 12 again, you know, that whole scene. <clears throat> it's just, yeah, Roberta, we see her, like, getting ready and she tapes her boobs down and she's super sassy and, like, I don't know, she's just super... Um, outspoken and like just it's it's just as an adult she's just not as much like that um Sam has like a sort of quiet sarcasm she's not as harsh as Roberta and Roberta is just like in your face and I like it <laughs> I like both of it I like both of them though I like both of those ways of being um Chrissy's in her bedroom which is like kind of cute actually but like She's brushing her hair a hundred times and it's a really, that's a myth and it's kind of a dumb one because you're not even getting like the same hairs every time you brush. <laughs> so it's like, um, you could be brushing like the same hairs like 99 times and then like, you know, it's like that doesn't even make any sense. Um, that's, there's no reason for anybody to do that. Um, I like Chrissy's room, but I hate her life. <laughs> And her mom is played by, I can't remember her name, but she played, she was um, the adult version of the girl in Jumanji. That is the thing I know. <laughs> um, I do know her name, I just can't think of it at the moment. Um, but her mom's barely in it, so that's whatever. And her mom's just, I guess Chrissy had asked her mother, like, what's sex? And her mom's like... Yeah, I need to talk to you about that question you asked me. And she's like, I, I, as a kid, I never knew what the heck she was talking about. Like, I mean, not that. It's not that I didn't know what she was talking about. But, like, when she says, you asked me what sex is. And it's like, boo, ah, that's what sex is because it's scary. You know, I didn't know she was saying, like, boo, ah, I'm screaming because it scared me because you said boo. That's what she's saying. But, like, as a kid, I just assumed she was like, Ooh, ah, that's what sex is. Like, those are the noises you make when you have... And I was like, 
that's a little bit over the top dirty for her to be saying like is she supposed to be uptight like I I was a dumb kid I just thought she was saying ooh ah sex that's what sex is and it's like I I, I was like why is she being so like graphic <laughs> about it <laughs> anyway <clears throat> but she says since your friends are trash mouths and I'm like yeah they really are they're great <laughs> um She's like, a garden needs a big hose to water it. And it's like, as an adult, you're just like, oh my gosh. Like, she, she's like, or a small hose. It doesn't matter. I'm like, seriously, though. Like, <clears throat> you know, her mom was like, um, I don't want her to be disappointed. And then they go outside and the wormers come and, <clears throat> you know, they have this little rivalry. Which is not so much like the wormers are all boys and they're all girls. But at the same time, it doesn't really feel like they're like picking on them because they're girls it's more like we have this rivalry not because we actually hate each other but just because it's like and they do discuss it because she asked her and scott have this conversation later she's like why do you think we keep like hating on each other and like hurt you know picking on each other and he's like something to do i guess it's like it has nothing to do with the fact that they they have a rivalry because you got to pick out a rivalry with somebody as a kid because then what would you do? It like gives you something to do, you know, it's just something to have fun with. They don't seem to actually hate, hate, hate each other. It's just more like we got to throw balloon, water balloons at them to, you know, whatever. And uh, instead of water, they put jello in the balloons because that's more, you know, destructive. You know, water it just draws, but like jello, you actually have to like clean it. It stains your clothes. It's like, um, which that will come back later with Teeny. Jello was too jiggly. <laughs> Roberta chases them down and she like falls on the ground and she's like yelling at them. It's just so great. Okay, and they go to this downer and, um, they have teeny is doing a cosmopolitan magazine quiz which is like so relatable <clears throat> to anybody who grew up being a girl as a child um and and i really that's a kind of smart idea of them to have them do a quiz early on to establish character quickly you know, it's realistic and it establishes character in a quick manner that doesn't seem forced. It's like, oh, this is the tomboy. This is the, you know, this is how they they answer questions about themselves right on screen. And it doesn't seem, you know, forced like exposition. It's just, you know, oh, they're taking a quiz. So they're answering, answering questions about their personality. It's like a quick way for us to get to know them and um, without it seeming forced. And that's a really smart idea. Um, <clears throat> so then they see Sam's mom coming down the street and dressed in a go-go outfit and she's like my mom had started dressing like Nancy Sinatra and I'm like to be honest she looks awesome like <laughs> I'm sorry but she just, I love those outfits those are so cute I don't care those are so cute but I get I get um Sam's distaste for the whole thing but um I do like that um, Teeny tells them that Willa Dean is a witch, and they are all scared, and I love Janine Garoppolo, like, so much I always have. Um, what I don't like in this scene is that Chrissy counts the tree money, and then uses some of it to pay for their black cows, which is, you know, um, 
coke floats. Um, but it always bothered me because she told them the total of how much they had for the treehouse. And then she uses some of that money to pay for the drinks. And it's like, now the total is different. So now you got to factor that in. Like, I don't like that after you totaled it up, you used it for something. You should have separate money to use for stuff and then keep this separate. I know, I don't know. It always bothered me. I'm like, well, now the total is totally different. So, um, <laughs> Roberta's quiz results are so on point for later in the movie. It's like, whoa, everybody look out for Roberta. It's untapped, untapped magnet, like sexuality. <laughs> and it's like, that kind of, we see that happen later in the movie. Um, Samantha's just like all sarcasm and she's like, yeah, I'll try to keep that in mind. Like she doesn't actually care at all. Um, Teeny wants to be a slut so bad. It's so funny. And I, like, like I said, I, kn I know somebody who was our Teeny and she was the same way. Like she never, you know, she never acted like one in real life, but it was like the idea of it. She loved like the idea of being slutty. <laughs> Instead of actually acting on it, she just liked pretending like she was gonna be. It's so funny and great. Anyway. Um, Sam's dad leaves in the middle of the night after this. And, like, the reason she cares the most, like, it's not so much just a family thing, but it was another thing that makes her not like everybody else. It makes her abnormal. She's already so abnormal in, like, a lot of things. But this makes her even more abnormal because nobody else's dad had left, you know? And it's just, like, that's what bothered her the most about it was being different than her friends. And um, that's kind of the whole thing is, like, they wanted to stay the same and fit in with everybody else and be the same as everybody else. And um, right now I'm going to take a break for a little ad, you know, an ad break. So I'll be right back. Okay, I am back from the ad break, and I took a little break myself to work out and check out some stuff I might be interested in. It's just a, you know, other podcast that I'm, if you haven't checked it out, I'm just, this is not a plug or an ad or anything like that. It's just that I really like Rami Malek, and um, <clears throat> I just personally really like uh, Blackout. It's a podcast. It's available on Apple, and I'm not, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about that on this one, on this platform, but, you know, if you haven't heard Blackout and you like episodic, like, it's like a show, but audio only podcast, um, it's really interesting, and, uh, they got season two out just now, but, um, I thought I dreamed it, I was like, I, did I dream that they had the second season up, but anyway, um, it's not out all the way yet but it is coming so that's interesting anyway dogs are barking um yeah it's hot it is hot today and um anyway uh I got done working out for the day um mostly so that's great <clears throat> okay I hope you enjoyed the little ad um an amateur at this so if it didn't sound very professional I'm very sorry um anyway let's resume and I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get through the entire movie today but the next podcast will definitely be the last one on this movie um so where did we leave off after Sam's dad left she they go have a seance in the cemetery 
as I said in the first podcast about this, that's very normal for 12-year-old girls for some reason. <laughs> um, it truly is. Anyway, um, teeny fat shames Chrissy some more. and uh, I don't like that, but Roberta's eye roll about it is just so authentic and realistic. She's just great. I do like Christy's skepticism um, about things like this. That seems to be the only thing that she's more um, mature than them about. Uh, more, um, I'm a skeptic, kind of. I mean, I believe in stuff, but like, I wouldn't say I'm a skeptic, but I like a healthy dose of skepticism. Anyway, um, like I said, as a teen, I was totally into stuff like this. <laughs> not not so much this, but more like horoscopes. I mean, I'm not saying that people are, that are into them as adults are like wrong. It's just that, you know, skepticism is always good. I mean, it can't hurt anything, right? But anyway. But Chrissy's prank pretending like she's Dear Johnny, like that was very annoying and I did not like it. And lightning strikes behind her and she flips out. <laughs> she's like, that's what you get. But then Teenie's like, someone catch her before she has a heart attack. <laughs> this whole scene is just like, if you've watched Pretty Little Liars, you're like, oh yeah, this is it's so, like, it's so similar. Not in a bad way. It's not like derivative. I mean, it's the same person that wrote it, wrote the show, Pretty Little Liars. But it's just, it's so great. You know, if you like Pretty Little Liars, you would like this movie. Like, honestly. Um... And I think that Pete might have been the person that waved to Sam. She sees a shadow waving at her and um, she thinks it's dear Johnny because she doesn't know about Pete's connection to him yet. And um, I'm just thinking it's probably Pete, honestly. Um, <clears throat> she wakes up later in the night and this communication system they have, like I said, was one of my top favorite things about the movie. It's like the best thing. It's so cute. I love it. I, it's just interesting to me to see things like this. Um, and it seems to go in more of a gradual geographical fashion instead of like who is closer as friends. Like Sam has a string and a bell. She pulls a string and it rings a bell in Roberta's room. And then Roberta flashes a light to Teeny, who walkie talkies Chrissy. And that's their communication system. I don't know... Uh, yeah, the, um, Roberta, there's a bell in Sam's room from Roberta's house too, and I guess it's back and forth, you know, they can contact whoever needs to contact who, whenever, but, um, the communication goes, like, the person that Sam contacts is not her closest friend, because it's more of, like, if they paired off, um, Roberta and Chrissy are closer, and Sam and Teeny are closer, but, um, this kind of like splits them up totally you know it, not one of the best friends contacts the other like in this communication system um <clears throat> I don't know why I care about that I just notice things like that <laughs> but this whole system is just really cool I just love it and we see that Roberta has two beds and I was just like why does she have two beds in her room because one of them like just a dog is laying on it's like is the bed there just for the dog like I don't know and how did they get the string up that high? And I'm like, like, not 
not the movie people, but like <laughs> if we're in the fictional world in Indiana with the girls, like how did the actual children get the string up there? Like, I, I guess they would, it seems as though this, but this is like a secret from their parents. You know what I mean? Like, let's just pretend like that's not a problem because it's like that string is up there pretty high and it's like, how did Roberta and Sam get that up there? Um, <laughs> cause it seems to be that their parents aren't really aware of this communication system cause they use it to sneak out. Um, they have push pops, which is like, oh my gosh, I actually love those like so much. And I'm, you know, it's orange sherbet sorbet, but it's not the same. It just doesn't taste the same. You can't just eat that with a spoon and it tastes the same as a push pop. It's just not the same. Um, <laughs> They had to ride their bikes for nine miles, and that's actually a lot, if, like, honestly. Uh, they're going on a road trip, and the music is awesome. Um, this is where I heard most of these songs for the first time ever, and, like, my mom would be like, how did you know that song? I'd be walking around singing, not three towns, and my mom would be like, how did you know that? I'm like, um, duh, it's from now and then. Because <laughs> it's the 70s, the flashback is in the 70s. Um... Chrissy puts her feet on the handlebars and like it's pretty impressive. I'm like I probably would have fell over if I would have tried that as a teenager, like or twelve year old or whatever. Um, they have lunch at a little place. Everything about this is so realistic to me. Like I mean, so realistic. It's so exactly like stuff. Everything in it is exactly like stuff that we did. You know, actually, it's so real. Um, they play Truth or Dare. Which we hardly ever played that, um, but, you know, playing little games or talking about stuff. And Teeny asked, Roberta, how big are your boobs now? And that's, <laughs> and I like how Sam is just like, she doesn't have to answer if she doesn't want to. And it's just like, she's kind of the leader. I mean, she's so quiet and reserved and doesn't really talk, you know, she doesn't really boss people around, but yet they all do listen to her it's like I don't know and, and I like that she's like no she doesn't have to tell you that like <laughs> you know she respects people's um privacy about their bodies and she doesn't judge them it's it's really I, I just really like her for that um <clears throat> the pudding is not actually a bad idea because um she has teeny has putting balloons filled with pudding into her bra to make her boobs look bigger and um she's like the warmers give me the idea but jello is too jiggly so i tried pudding and i'm like honestly that's a pretty good idea um we had water bras yes i owned one when i was a teenager absolutely um sam like i said is so progressive and being like roberta doesn't have to answer she doesn't want to uh <laughs> And the shared look about Chrissy, she's like, a guy thinks, he's, if you kiss a guy, he's going to think you will do the deed with him. And like Sam's like, and what deed would that be? They all kind of look at each other like, yeah, we're going to go for this. Like, Let's see what we can get out of her. She's like, the guy takes his watering can and sprinkles it on the flower. And it's like, I'm using those words now instead of the actual words. It's like, oh, let me see your watering can. It's like, <laughs> that's just really funny. And uh, they're all laughing at her. And she's like, what? That's what my mom said. Like, her mom, like, messed her up so bad. And, like, I like how Sam in the voiceover earlier in the movie is like, 
But Chrissy's going to spend a good part of her adult life obsessed with gardening gardening because of this conversation. <laughs> like, it's really great. Um, they go, you know, to continue on their journey and they see a bird and they're like, oh, wow, look, a bird. And it's like, okay, but like, that seemed normal when I was a kid for them to be like looking at a bird. But like now I'm like, it's just a bird. Like, what the heck are you fascinated by for? It's just a random bird. But I don't know. Maybe they don't see them often. Um, and it's really just a setup for the bird to poop in Chrissy's hair. So <laughs> they're all watching it and it poops and they can't find, you know, it on the ground and it's like right in Chrissy's hair. And like, it seems like they're actually having fun. Like, it seems like they are actually laughing at this and having a good time you know it doesn't seem like acting it seems like they are genuinely having fun and i like that <laughs> um there's so much in what's coming up in the movie i mean this is where we really set off into like the emotional parts um this just seems like a good time to um stop for today so I got some other things I need to do. Go check out my author page, Rainfielder, on Facebook. Rainfielder, you know, if you search my name on Amazon, you can find my books. Um, I have some articles on Vocal.com and Chinillo.com. Um, and I have a couple articles on Thought Catalog, but they're anonymous because they made me make them anonymous because they were really personal stories but I honestly didn't care it was them that was like we're not gonna post this it's such a personal story we're not gonna post it under your name because we don't want to be responsible for people harassing you about it which I understand like they, they're covering their that's I totally understand that um but they are my articles but I'm like dude you know I, but anyway um I got a lot going on if you want to support me um, or buy one of my books or do whatever. I have a Patreon as well. Um, just trying to, you know, have my author career and, um, <clears throat> you know, I enjoy talking about things and giving my opinion about movies and TV because I, I watch things a lot different than most people. So I just like having opinions and, um, just really analyzing things deeply and um a lot of people think I'm weird they're like you're you're obsessed it's like well, no <laughs> um I just like to analyze media stories any story that's like a writer you know I write books but to me a storytelling is the actual thing you know um next we're gonna see because obviously Chrissy has got poop in her hair so she has to go clean it somehow and um they're gonna be near a lake of some sort or creek whatever you want to call it and um some things happen there a lot of stuff happens there and this whole road trip is super eventful and um <clears throat> I just feel like there's a lot to unpack with them emotionally during this time during this scenes upcoming scenes and um I just don't think I have time right now, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm making some progress on my notes here. Um, I got, you know, t basically three, less than three pages left. So, um, that's pretty good. 
<laughs> We're getting there. Um, <clears throat> and I'm sorry that I had to include ads. I'm just trying to, you know, uh, make it here. <laughs> and, um, Yeah, I still don't know how to end these. I'm just like, okay, bye. You know, that's all I... I don't know how to end them. I don't have some clever, like, catchphrase. And that's cheesy. I feel like that would be cheesy anyway. Um, so, um... Yeah, that's all. Um, I hope everybody has a good day. And maybe within the week, I'll probably have the next podcast about this movie up. And, um... Yeah, that's all. So, uh, thank you for listening, and if you have any opinions, you can find me on Twitter, too, or, you know, I'm on all social media, TikTok, everything, Rainfielder. Um, I'm pretty easy to find on the internet. <laughs> not in real life, so don't even, you know, just, you know, <laughs> I'd rather not. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you can find my socials pretty easy just by searching me, probably, you know. Um, pretty unique name, so, um, yeah, that's all. Um, see you next time.